Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood, this, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. And when it comes to a movie about a large corporation taking over a small farming community so it can drill for natural gas, we are above making any childish natural gas fart jokes. Isn't that right, Promised Land? Microphone check. It does have to go to space and back. We should do that ahead of time. So, try it again. Give it a second. Uh, welcome to the Toad Hop Network, everybody, and the movie guys live. Um, and I can handle things. I'm smart. Apparently. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. That's talk, previews, reviews, and reviews, and more. And we'll bring it to you every Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. That is 10 p.m. Eastern. And welcome, uh, Geekscape listeners. There's a fart joke for you right out of the gate. So, um, it wasn't as substantial as I was hoping. Well, it was a quick one. Quick it ones are a, funny. It wasn't? You know, it's fun. One day we'll have a variety of farts on the air, okay. just for your benefit. Uh, I would have went wet and long. That's Lee Caius. I don't think everyone has their own take. Less fart has never been more funny. That's not the equation. Oh, quick farts, I think, are funny. Farts in church, funniest fart. Well, that talk went on longer than I hoped it would. <laughs> I'm Paul Preston. That was Lee Caius, Adam Witt, and Karen Volpe chiming in. And uh, we're, uh, we're all here after being all over the world, really, during the holidays. Yes. So I think this is a good chance to uh, talk about, you know, when you get back to school after Christmas break, you just get in front of the class and you say, what'd you do for your Christmas break? So I ask you. What'd you do for your Christmas break? Spending well, first we went and I saw all of the Godfather Okay, maybe individually, individually. Individually. Oh. <laughs> individually. <laughs> Why did you guys go? <laughs> I went to a retirement village and practiced for being 80. Let me tell you, these old people got it sweet, man. Yeah? They got everything set up so you don't have to get in your car. You can just drive a golf cart around. Oh, oh. that is cool. I'm, lo- uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I. Why I, did this happen? Yeah. Why? Yeah. You went well, to an old folks yeah, well, home, <laughs> pretended to be you old? You're right. Why, why should, did I think you're following up? You guys just and? took that as a normal thing. I, uh, yeah, you're right. That's I have weird. to ask. Since when do I pretend? No, I went down. I'll bite. My, no, my parents have retired, and oh. I went down to this <laughs> compound down in Florida called The Villages. Ah. And uh, it was the first time I went down there, and I spent a week down there, you know, napping at noon and eating dinner at 4 and this getting up at, like, 5 in the morning and then just drinking constantly. Oh. They just, they're just a bunch of drunks down there. Okay, good. I thought you just went to Sherman Oaks and started walking around like an old person. <laughs> That sounds a lot like our vacation. We were in a little tiny car, and we drove around a lot, and then we slept at weird hours. Yeah, for those, uh, well, Karen and I went to Italy. Uh, We're not big shots. Sicily first, and then Rome. Yeah, I want some money on a game show. (laughs) That's hilarious. Uh, And so I blew it like an idiot, you know, because we suck at saving. That's what we do. Because the IRS is not going to find you in Italy. Good plan. (laughs) That was what we were thinking. I'm going to take my money and hide in a foreign country. But here's the thing that was so fun is because the trip was our Christmas present to basically Paul to me because I didn't get him anything. But um, he got me another present for the trip to prepare me. We watched the Godfather movies. He got me all three of them. You're going to go to Italy. And yeah. I'd never seen them. So on the plane over, oh, wow. I watched Godfather 1, which mm. is amazing. 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 And then when we were staying at Il Vecchio Frantoio uh, oil, Olive Oil Farm and Ranch or whatever, we watched The Godfather 2. Very nice. And then we finished watching it on the ferry from Pal- Palermo to Naples. And then... And then we watched uh, Godfather 3 in Rome. So They let you watch Godfather movies in Italy? Yes. Uh, I, didn't, I thought there might be like a no-walk-in zone. Like <laughs> yeah. well, Karen's last name is Volpe. Volpe. So it's very yeah. Sicilian. We weren't sure if we were going to like be shot or treated like kings. <laughs> right. yeah. Or anointed. Who knows what your ancestors <laughs> yeah. did. Yeah. But well, we got, we they, got uh, you know, mostly treated nice. They um, apparently my ancestors were encouraged to leave, but when Paul and I were there, we uh, oddly enough made friends with two different police officers. So I don't know. We met. My grandfather would be so disappointed. I got this hat there. Yes. For Very those nice. watching the visual version of the show. 
Yeah, so now I'm, I have a, I don't know what you call it, an Italian beret or something? It's, I don't know. Uh, it's, cool. it's like a racing it's a driver. hat. It's, it's a something driver you wear all the time. I mean, yeah, exactly. You got yeah. the same kind of thing as I do. I, I wish somebody had told Italian. me I would have worn a hat. I know. What were you it's thinking? It's a driver hat? Because I drove yeah. a... Somebody said it is a like driver's hat. Mario Andretti kind of thing. Because right? I drove a smart no, car. No, I think it's what? bring it's like the car around kind of guy. Bring the car around. It's not a race car driver. It's a bring a car around kind of driver. Paul drove us around Sicily in a go-kart. It was a smart car. Yeah. I when we went to pick it up, we didn't know how he was going to get in it. But he fit our luggage fit, and I barely fit, and that was it. Yeah, when fun? you turn to uh, do uh, in reverse, and you put your elbow up, it goes through the window. If you're not, careful. <laughs> there's so, no more car. Yeah. It's the kind of car you can tune by reaching out the window and into the hood. You go, okay, yeah, you can, can adjust the carburetor there. Fix that, no problem. And Italy, not a lot of movie theaters. No, no I complexes. Two. I saw two theaters total. They were hmm. playing El Habito. Wasn't oh, the Jeff Reacher version? <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I love Hobbit. seeing movies oh. in Hobbit. foreign countries. I saw a Godzilla movie in Japan, like a newly <laughs> that released. That would be great. And that's I mean, allowed that to happen? That was with an old Japanese That's like seeing yeah. The Godfather. It was, it was actually a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what was interesting about The Godfather, though, as I watched the movie, I I hadn't seen it, but you hear so many of those iconic phrases. Time out, time out, time out. I know, I'm Italian, and I hadn't you seen it. You haven't seen it yet? This was the first time you saw the cat? Yes, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. It was so great. But I would hear things like, I can handle things, I'm smart. <laughs> and, and I can handle things, I'm smart. And I would go, oh my God. Everybody says. <laughs> I would go, oh my God, that's what this is from. And it was just so weird. There were so many moments like that. The world makes sense now. Now right? it all came Oh yeah, together. all those, fr- make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, all and, that. Uh, Leave the yeah. gun, take the cannoli. Take the cannoli, exactly. I, and Who's I, being naive now, Kate? <laughs> Well, that is a line from the movie. Oh, all right. I'm like, exactly. Freddie, you're nothing to me now. And then I you're kept... not a brother. You're not a friend. Then Paul kept picking on me because I, being that it was all new to me, I was trying to talk about it and use the names of people. And I kept calling Frito. 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 Yeah, which is a snack chip. <laughs> I do actually have a question about um, the guy who sleeps with the fishes. Yeah, that was Luca Brazzi. Okay, Luca Brazzi. is his name Luca Brazzi, or is it Luca, Luca Brazzi? It's Luca Brazzi. Brazzi. Okay, I always didn't. I was confused. Well, for example, that was a perfect example of uh, when Luca Brazzi comes around the corner. Luca Brazzi. Luke, Luca Brazzi. Luca Brazzi okay. comes around the corner and he goes to enter because Francis Ford Coppola genius. Anyway, uh, he goes to enter. There's a fish on the wall, and all of a sudden I went oh. fish, and then I went. Oh my God! That quote's coming. I got all excited about his sleeps with the fishes. That's funny. And then also, um, I have to say that Sofia Coppola not so good with the acting. And she quickly transitioned not, yeah. to directing, yeah. Yeah. but fabulous director. She did wonderful things with Bill Murray. So there you go. Yeah, Talia Shire was in that. And A I lot did of not know, know who that, that is. Well, she's related. So. Well, yes. We're here to educate as much as yeah. anything. Well, yes. there's Coppola's Certainly. in everything. Yeah. And yeah. Talia Shire is the mother of uh, Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. Nicholas Cage, that. a Coppola, they're all in there. Nicholas Cage, yes. What would we do without the Coppolas? Um, well, let's get on to uh, the new year then. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, we didn't it, ask uh, Adam. Did you do anything? That's fine. I'll sum it up real quick. I have a very tight regimen for Christmas and Christmas uh-huh. Eve and all these movies. And before I left, even Lee came over and, you know, boom, knock them out. Grinch, you got your Charlie Brown. You got your Rudolph. You got your, you know, Frosty. You just, why just knock them out? I'll watch all the way down. My favorite thing is like the Opus and Bill Christmas special. I watch that every year. That exactly. Is. I watch. I watch Ziggy's Christmas Gift. Like I get obsessive, and I have like a whole regiment. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Does he have a voice, Ziggy? Yeah. What's he sound? No, like? Ziggy yeah, never speaks. So. Everyone oh. speaks around him, and it's uh, and it looks like a Ziggy comic. But yeah. Adam Ziggy. invites me over. He's like, hey, let's watch all the classics. And like an hour and a half into it, it took this really odd left turn. <laughs> watch, <laughs> we watched the real Ghostbusters. They have a oh. Christmas Pac-Man, Pac-Land Pac- Christmas. Pac-Land Christmas. The classics. <laughs> He-Man and yeah. She-Ra Christmas special, the Star Wars Christmas special. I mean, now, they're, that they're one great. I've seen, they're and great, that yeah. one with the the, uh, the what, what, Wookiees? Oh, my gosh. And they're oh, like, the oh, Star Wars I didn't know that. really one of the greatest pop cultural things that exists, because Carrie Fisher sings with Jefferson Starship. And, yeah. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, let's get on to the new year. And with 2013, we have something we're calling New Year's Movie Guys Resolutions. Yay. Nice. <laughs>
resolution. <laughs> That's this horrible production joke. Yeah. But the point is, I don't go to rehearsal. I love when it's a surprise. <laughs> That's fantastic. Point is, let's, uh, let's uh, fly around the room here and talk about what we have in mind. As a moviegoer, what are you going to do in the new year? Make a pledge right now. Lee. I pledge not to allow a man crush to over-influence my opinion of a movie because, as it turns out, Premium Rush is not Oscar-worthy. Mm. Oh. So I'm a big fan of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He does make it. He does elevate anything he's in. Right? It seems yeah. like a word season is agreeing with you. I haven't seen Premium Rush on any of the. Uh, <laughs> I saw lists. it on a plane. For your consideration, it's great plane fodder. But mm. I would see it because he's in it. I'm with you see, on that. This is what I've been talking about. There's there's two reasons to go see. For me, there's two reasons to see a, a star in a movie. And Adam, you, I think you succinctly sum this up. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is good in movies, mm-hmm. mm. but Russell Crowe is in good movies. <laughs> He's good in them, but yeah. And they're so, also good movies. I won't yeah. go see a Russell Crowe movie just because Russell Crowe's in it. I'll go see it because he's in it, and therefore it will be a good movie. But I will go see a Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie, even though I know it's crap, because he's going to be good in it. So it's, a, it's almost like you're dating him in a weird way. Well, like you give him the time of day. Not like, stuff. He, not he is on a tear movie. of being a good stuff, though. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been he very good. Lincoln, Looper. Yeah. But I can still enjoy the movie for as much as he brings to it. That's cool. He does have a Terrence stamp of approval. That's one of the movie yeah, guys at PDF. Yes. yes it is the Karen, uh, your resolution. I resolve to uh, take one for the team from now on. Um, what I, what I mean nice. is, a lot of times, I will not go see a movie that I suspect to not be good, and I'll have Paul go first <laughs> and check it out for me. And if he thinks it's good enough to see a second time, then I'll go. But... Um, being that we are Throw doing... Throw in front of the bus. I really need to start... Taking one for the team. <laughs> I really need to start manning up a little bit and going to a movie before Paul checks it out for me ahead of time. Yeah, honey, let's go see Attack of the Clones. No. Why don't you go? And if you like it and you want to go a second time, I'll go with you. And when I, I come what? home and say that was dog shit, and, and you I dodged haven't a bullet. Seen it. Yeah. And I also haven't seen that latest Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, Which was off. very sad because Paul was so excited to see this movie. I mean, and as he was leaving the house, he was all excited. Yeah. And then he came home and he was all like a little boy who lost his puppy. Yeah. And I realized I wasn't going to be seeing that movie. Yeah. That was a deflating movie, wasn't oh, it? He felt Lord. so deflated after Brutal. it. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, resolution, Paul? Yes, I will not be a summer movie completist. And every year Adam uh, rides me for this. Summertime comes, there are fewer and fewer in releases. Every weekend you get like one movie, maybe two. In the holidays, you get three or four. They're all trying to squeeze movies in before the year ends. So I see everything. And I saw what to expect when you're expecting. Oh, you were the one. I, and that's part of my thing. He goes to all of them, yeah. so I don't have to. I saw yeah. Rock of Ages. I saw The Watch, so you don't have to. Uh, but I pledge now this summer that will not happen. If it, you know, I'm just going to try and see the stuff that, that will I, I won't see everything. Just the important. Yeah, I'll be ones. better for it. Wait Battleship, Piranha Three, Double Those are not the good things. ones. Those are not summer movies. You know, those are counter programming. You're right. Like summer movie, you you could be a complete as for summer movies, but you expanded that to every movie released in the summer, <laughs> which true. is the incorrect <laughs> reading of that to begin with. But in a way, I'm going to have to start going to more movies, so I will let you know whether or not I want to go a second time. There we can flip flop on that. Okay. For my resolution, I have decided I'm only seeing shitty movies in 3D. When Chainsaw, You're in luck. Chainsaw Massacre. There'll be no shortage. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, of course, yeah, of course, every movie's in 3D now. But so Chainsaw Massacre 3D comes out, much like like Final Destination Part 5, I think, that came out. And, and you think, oh, of course it's in 3D, jumping on the bandwagon. Uh-uh. It's not exploiting the, the 3D. It's exploitation. It's like... That is okay for it to do. Like, yeah. that is so in the tradition of Jaws 3 or, like, Friday the 13th Part 3 or something like that. So I think that's that's what I want to celebrate. That I'm only seeing shitty movies in 3D. It's, Everything else is jumping on the bandwagon. Because it might make it better. That's very smart. Those movies need help. Mm-hmm. Maybe yes. 3D yeah, will it, help. it might help them. At least you might stay awake longer. Maybe 3D will help Dread. <laughs> oh, oh, oh wait a second. Do you yeah. have anything to say? Uh, yeah, Adam okay. loved Dread. Dread was fantastic. <laughs> You've got to see it, Paul. Um, Paul, earlier it's the transporter when we were talking about Christmas, not like the transporter I forgot to tell you guys the one thing that I was all excited to tell you about. What's that? I went to Ghostbusters Pizza in Rome. What? Yeah, it's ridiculous. There's a place. K-A-S-L Ghostbusters Pizza. It, it's called... How can that sell pizza? We do have a picture of that. I, I forgot to mention so. it. I don't, I don't know, know if, if we grabbed there. it. 
It's this little place that sells pizzas, and what they do is they take two olives and they put the cheese on top as the last ingredient. Then they take two olives and they make eyeballs. There it is. There's me at Ghostbusters Pizza. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Well, it doesn't say Ghostbusters Pizza. It, it does. It, it, it says uh, something phantasm. Yeah, it actually is a- a- Akium bad or Acium something. Yeah. phantasm. It's Ghostbusters Pizza. It's- they got Ghostbusters pizza. Go, 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 Busters go, of ghosts. Pizza. If you Google Ghostbusters pizza, that comes it takes up. you right there. And I just Weird. forgot to tell you. But they didn't even put a line through it, so they're not even trying to bust them. They're no, just they, making pizza. They're just making pizza, and they put olives on it. All right, this is, uh, so January is upon us, and it is, um, if you look at the full slate of releases, Karen, you can back me up on this. Okay. There are no films for women. Not one. No. That resolution is starting to sting a little more right now, isn't <laughs> uh, it? Yeah. I think I might be really busy in January. Uh, Gangster Squad, mm. which looks great. The Last Stand, that's new Arnold Schwarzenegger. Broken City, Wahlberg and Russell Crowe, John. I watch each Wahlberg other. do anything. I watch that guy eat. He food. is a yeah. reason to go see a movie that might be crappy, but you'll enjoy him. Well, Women might actually go see that to see if he takes his clothes off. January's made for Wal- Mark Wahlberg movies. Because when, when do you definitively release a Mark Wahlberg movie? These are all yeah. uh, usually January dumping ground for movies. But yeah. with all these macho films, Parker, a new Statham film, Guillermo del Toro presents Mama. I think Guillermo del Toro presents anything means women, you know, do you really want to go? <laughs> so um, with all that, we have uh, now dubbed January Manuary. Manuary. There you go. The month of Manuary begins. Yeah. 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 The movie guys. And no way, uh, no better way to begin it than with a horror film. This oh, uh, yes. this last uh, the last year started with a horror film with The Devil Inside, and now <laughs> 2013 is starting off with Texas Chainsaw 3D. Happy New Year from creatively <laughs> bankrupt land. <laughs> Lee, let's preview it. Please. The unvenerated January 3rd time slot and like releasing slot, like like what we got January 3rd 20. 2014, okay. No one could possibly still be going to see The Hobbit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, fan of Alexandria Daddario, Dan Yeager, Tremaine Neverson, Tanya Raymond, Tom Barry, and Paul Ray, get excited. This is an offshoot of a classic horror film. Now, the original was shot in kind of an almost sort of cinema verite style, which was unique for its time. And along with its gritty lighting and overall spooky look, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre stands alone as one of the great all-time scary movies. This new film is called Texas Chainsaw 3D, noticeably missing Uh the word massacre. Apparently, the filmmakers are pulling a KFC and changing the name in hopes of tricking you into thinking that it won't kill you. (laughs) And it doesn't hurt that this was shot in the 1970s, which in and of itself was just a creepy decade altogether. Really, no movie made today is scarier than anything that happened in the 70s. (laughs) Seriously, the 70s were just creepy. Have you seen the shorts we were wearing back then? Very creepy. (laughs) The scariest thing about the original is that every movie made in the 1970s had their negative drag through a chemical bath of Vietnam human shit and despair before they struck a print for the theaters. Modern movies can only have that digital fake shitty look like the Conan remake. Or Conan, not Conan. Uh, <laughs> I do that all the time. Oh, it's, uh, you know, the movie is dark because the cyan levels have been bumped precisely 12.2%. <laughs> do you guys want this to look underworldly or matrixy? It's bullshit. <laughs> the story concerns the relative of a survivor from the original movie who has inherited a mansion. Now, since she's not in her 40s, her friends actually cheer on her good fortune and organize a road trip, instead of, of course, complaining that good things keep happening to this ungrateful bitch and then defriending her on Facebook. <laughs> Co-eds in a van out for a drive for a weekend in an abandoned house. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go right? Exactly. <laughs> and before you can say, hey, who wants to go to the wrong place at the wrong time, <laughs> they're off on said road trip. Three friends join her to go pick up an inheritance. I mean, really? I can't get three of my friends to join me at a Who concert. Try getting three people to go to you, go with you to the valley for anything. You know, inheriting a mansion seems like a pretty good stroke of luck until the exterminator informs her that the mansion is infested with a Leatherface. <laughs> and it turns out Leatherface is holed up in the one place everyone looks. Expensive real estate. <laughs> What a great hiding place, Leatherface. Now, this film is in 3D, so I'm assuming it's going to simply be two hours of blood shooting out of the screen onto the crowd. And it stars a guy named Trey Songs, who surprisingly does not contribute to the soundtrack. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3D. <laughs> I'll wrap it up. A movie that's allowed to be torture porn. There you go. Hey. Texas. This week's lone release. Wow. That's a good one. That was good. 
Uh, we're dangerously close to the break here, so let's just do some quick talk about this, and we'll deal more with it uh, after the break. But, um, so, I mean, did we need another Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I didn't yeah. see the first one. Yeah, you didn't. So I don't know. You gotta oh. get you're just you're just catching up on seventies movies. Well, apparently. I didn't start going to the movies till my brothers got their license. So um, I was about fifteen. Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this was the this the, if this is the exact same Leatherface, then he's going to be like eighty. Yeah, he doesn't wear a leather face anymore. He's just an old guy. He's just a leather face. face is leather. He's just wrinkly now. I People think like, it's oh. son of Leatherface. But it's S-U-N. Oh. Well, that means somebody had sex with leather. him. That can't be possible. One of the cool things we discovered when I was looking at this new movie is the old movie, Adam pointed out to me, the, the creepy voiceover. Now listen to the creepy voiceover that starts the, the film out. Um, the film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths. Recognize that voice? That's creepy. We should have a call-in I know this one. Call-in contest because... To find out who that is? In yeah. particular, Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. That is John Larroquette, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and we're not kidding. That's, uh, that's John Larroquette. I mean, it is all the more tragic we could be so that they were Wow. But that was kind of creepy very, in that court. Very long lives. Very, and that is a much lives. copied sort of uh, emotionless you know, opening for a horror film right there. Yeah. How old is John Larroquette? Well, he's Leatherface. <laughs> he is Leatherface. <laughs> leather <laughs> and with that, anyway. and with we that. will take a break and we'll be back uh, for more talking about this uh, the sole release of this week, Texas Chainsaw 3D and all sorts of other crap. Come on back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to Soda Stream. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home with style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Download. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. <laughs> Customers to type in the promo code radio at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code radio at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb.com. Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and... Candace Thompson. With... What's good? Starring... Freddie Lockhart. And... Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip-hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things. Music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Down in Hollywood. We 
are back, and we're talking all about uh, the, all the movies that are opening on January 3rd, and every single one of them is named Texas Chainsaw 3. <laughs> <laughs> no movie could be riper for cross-promotion with a power tool company than a movie called Texas Chainsaw. So we're uh, sure enough, we're, we're having another sponsor oh, joining oh, the show this week. We're always excited to bring them on board. Uh, Crafty Lad. They have locations in Pamara- Panorama City and Tahunga. So let's tune into their new spot that airing here on our show. Conveniently located in both places. <laughs> Hi, I'm Barbara, and ten years ago on this day, I survived an attack by a chainsaw-wielding madman. It was a moment I'll never forget. Tired of having your victims survive? I know I sure was, until I discovered the Kills All 5000 model chainsaw by Crafty Lad. The Kills All employs the latest technology using a computer chip to regulate your gas and oil on the go, so your entrance will be a complete surprise. Right, Barbara? I've been listening to you talk about chainsaws that speaker for days while tied to this chair. Now, just let me go. And the new gas-and-go engine allows even torque for a flawless cord pull every time. Just try, and you'll know the difference. Come on, guys. This isn't funny. Aiden, is that you? Quit screwing around. Just one pull of the cord. (laughs) And the kills all will take you from this... Okay, guys, the joke's over. To this. Guys, is that you? Tyler! Come on, guys, this isn't funny! Quit screwing around! It's fast, it's efficient, it's green, and Popular Psychopath has given Killzall its highest rating, calling it the stealth bomber of crude ways to kill people in the country. And on top of that, it's the only model endorsed by Leatherface himself. Isn't that right, Leatherface? I see you're holding the Leatherface signature model. <laughs> Gonna use that one to kill a few kids this afternoon? <laughs> okay. The Kills All 5000 model, available at all Crafty Lad and Crafty Beaver locations on the north side. All right, outstanding. That was very exciting. <laughs> Again, if someone sponsors what we're doing, we're very happy for it. Who's so, that guy from... Uh, Police Academy, the sound effects guy. Michael Winslow. I am no Michael Winslow. Yeah, you Winslowed up that moment. <laughs> I tried. tried. I, couldn't, I couldn't in. play the music and the sound effect at the same time, but let's try that again. There it is. There that's, it what, is. that's what we were supposed to hear. <laughs> Wait, how that embarrassing is that? So exciting. That must, that must be a tough you know, thing to deal with. It's perfect, though, because the commercial's about how the chainsaw doesn't work all the time. What if that were to happen? What if that were to happen? How annoying. Well, this film actually has uh, a perfect title. Texas Chainsaw 3D, right? I mean, I've made the drive from El Paso to Dallas. It's fucking depressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't even need to add 3D. I, I would Texas in 3D would make me nuts. Throw in, like, killing and murders and all that stuff. <laughs> well, Paul, have you uh, ever been to Texas? He did. He drove yeah, through we it. drove from El Paso. Did oh, yeah. you happen to notice that it is in 3D? <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, one of the most perfectly named series possible, isn't it? It is. I mean, but there, well, to the point where... What could uh, this be about? If you look... <laughs> <laughs> if you look at your uh, most recent Hollywood Reporter magazine, oh, oh, I have the most recent, I got the most as recent well. edition as yep. well. I just happen to have Do my have recent edition right here. Everybody's trying to get on the bandwagon. Oh, so uh, there are other films in development that employ uh, you know other states from the union and other landscaping tool shed machinery. Oh, yeah. And we'd like to tell you these titles in a little labored premise. So uh, <laughs> what other so, movies we got coming out? Well, what, I'm reading here. What are the rules of this labored yeah, premise again? So it's it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Well, that's yeah. the film well, that's, that's in theaters. Well, that was a, that's a okay. good name but you for understand, one. Karen, yeah. There are other films <laughs> coming out. I'm so curious. Well, I like, know how Hollywood it? likes to jump on the bandwagon and go with what's hot. For example, the North Dakota seed spreader argument. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, oh, I, I'm reading here about the Oklahoma weed whacker dispute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have, I see here that the movie, uh, there's another movie in development called The Rhode Island Bug Zapper Figure Four Leglock. Oh, oh so yeah. that's going to bring in good. the WWE. Much wider here. appeal for that one. Yeah, yes. certainly. The uh, opening next April is the Ohio Hedge Trimmer Tussle. A tussle. <laughs> what in the name of God is happening? Stop it. Well, that's the very definition of a tussle right that's there. It's really I, well, a tussle. The, well, the board exploded at the thought of that film. You know what? Actually, I'm already going to I'm gonna go online and buy my tickets for the Delaware Post Hole Digger Subpoena. Hmm. Post Hole Diggers are sounds huge. Sounds fraught. Post Holes. They're, they're huge in Delaware. It sounds like a very uh, I, film. I, I got to tell you, this one's pretty scary. Are you guys ready? 
The Idaho garden weasel condescending stare. Oh, uh, yes. Man. Mm. It says right here in the magazine. It stars it Angelina right Jolie, I believe. <laughs> uh, I hear uh, there's a movie uh, in development that's actually coming out this time next year called The Kentucky Hand, Hand Trowel Eye Roll. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Oh, here's another one coming out. Uh, this seems like it's probably going to be the scariest movie of them all. It's called Florida. That's what's coming up. So you have a lot to look forward to movie-wise. If you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's just other stuff But it's not Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I really have a problem with the fact that they took the massacre out of that title. Yeah. Well, it sounds like an ad for a a chainsaw. Yeah. Try the Texas Chainsaw. Well, we have a special treat for the uh, listeners because... um, (laughs) It's a burger at... uh, The handle. Carl's Jr. has the new Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We have um, rare outtakes because you were mentioning that the, the, the... it's good in, in our in our sponsors ad. The chainsaw always comes on. Well, right. on the set that didn't always happen. I believe it. So we are very fortunate that we have some of the outtakes to play for our listeners. Oh, this is amazing. Uh, this is some insider stuff, people. This yeah, well, you know, the, the chainsaw is a real violent way to go, and uh, uh, if you compare it to the machete, well, you know, the obvious limitation of the, of the uh, chainsaw is you could run out of gas. Sure. So that's what uh, stalled. They're very heavy. A couple too. of times. A couple very of times. Heavy. And you usually hurt yourself. A lot of people hit yeah. their own leg. It happened to Leatherface. Yeah, oh, at the end of the first one. There yeah. you go. Okay. So, I'm always amazed they just jump out of the closet and all of a sudden, boom, the chainsaw's going right there. Boom. Doesn't always happen, as mm. we can hear in these outtakes. Let's oh. play the first one. Here Movie magic. Guys, is that you? Come on, guys, this isn't funny. Rick, is that you? Quit screwing around. Okay, guys, fun's over. Come on, guys, this isn't funny. Guys, I'm serious. <laughs> No, no, don't kill me. Killing me. Okay, back to one. Okay, see, yeah, the chainsaw didn't start up. Yeah, exactly. Totally ruined the mood. Because I I was a little scared for a moment. She was doing all that acting. Well, it was like, you know, obviously there might be someone out there and might not. Okay. Imagine what the actress is going through, having to recenter herself now after that big, big moment. Well, but but I think it happened again. Let's play the next outtake. Poor girl. Acting is not easy. Guys, is that you? Okay, guys, fun's over. Come on, guys, this isn't funny. Quit screwing around. Trey, is that you? Guys, I am serious. <laughs> this isn't funny. <laughs> no, no, don't kill, don't kill me okay, okay. with uh, the. Con, please, back to one, everybody. Let's do this again. <laughs> I'm not laughing at them. No. It's I feel for her. Of it now. Yeah, one guy laughing, uh, not laughing, I should say, yeah. was the guy who played Leatherface. Oh, oh, oh. he uh, he seems like a very serious kind of guy. He probably very method. Yeah, oh, certainly. Yeah. And can, you can only imagine his chainsaw not working two times in a row like Ugh. that. The third time, well, we have another outtake, and uh, it wasn't pleasant. I oh. think he just lost it. Really? Do I want no, <laughs> no, don't shut me up. What pissed. the fuck is it with you? <laughs> What don't you fucking understand? <laughs> Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? Oh, good for you. Fuck's sake, man, you amateur. <laughs> did not go well for that man. No. Oh. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Right, let's go again. <laughs> let's go again. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking ass. Uh, I mean, oh, well, yeah. it's, it's the old rule He's of Hollywood: well, children, animals, and chainsaws never work. You're with right. Them. Professional right. or not? Was he out of line, behaving I, uh, like that? Hey, he is a professional pro- killer of people. Yeah, uh, I think he just—he's got a higher standard, and I don't think these people understand that. A prop was not working. So, <laughs> why did that tickle me so? I don't know. You guys are weird. That's all there's to it. Well. Who votes we've spent too much time on Texas Chainsaw 3? <laughs> yes, it is. Who else talks and that much about that movie? Of it. And we have one more segment. I don't think we're, we're going to get to it. Yeah, and the could. segment is called Adam Goes On a Little Too Long. Right? About Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> Hasn't that already happened? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We're, 
definitely don't have time for Adam Goes On. We don't have time for that. No, you'll have to check the website I mean, that segment is literally called that. Yeah. He's a lot to say about it. Oh, good times. Let's move on to reviews or reviews of the films. Taco Bell. Something other shows do a lot. They come on and they always talk about movie reviews. We we Again, we provide a service, I like to think, as the movie guys. And we'll preview a film and tell you what we think you can expect when you throw it on your money at the box office. We're not here to entertain. No, it's clearly to provide a public service. Very serious business. So, But today we're going beyond the screening to the other side and we're going to do some reviews. So we're going to look back at the holiday movies and some Fast and Furious movie reviews. And uh, let's, let's see, we have, what, what do we have? Les Mis, The Hobbit, Promised Land, Jack Reacher, and Django Unchained. Let's start with Les Mis. Now, if I can interject before you get going on this, because yes. we had a conversation about this before. Les Mis is Or Les Mis. Oh. Les Mis. <laughs> review, review. Um, there is no such thing as a spoiler in reviewing this movie, right? You could have read agree. the book in seventh grade. What's happening there, Terry? I'm doing my Helena Bottom card. Oh. <laughs> Bringing a, a whole perf- uh, Huh? Yeah. Thank you. I just feel it necessary. Well, for those not watching, yeah, right. a lot of people a listen to this show, Karen is fucking with her hair for the last ten minutes. Toadhopnetwork.com. You can see the magic of Karen's Helena Bottom card. For those of you not watching, hair. shame on you. Have you seen her hair? Yes. She looks like this Yes, all no, the time. it is insane in every role. She picks her role based on how crazy her hair can be. Well, we've asked this question. Does she come in that way, or does everyone know to do her hair that way? Or does she say, I'll take care of my hair, you guys handle everything else? No. I think Nobody it's combination about the hair. She comes yeah, nobody hair. tell them. Don't say anything about the hair. <laughs> She's like big guilt trip about it. Like, you guys hate my hair, right? Just interjecting that in every conversation. Like, we love your hair. No, 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 it's fine. <laughs> this time I'm going to say something, I swear. <laughs> she has her a hair? team. She has a team. By the way, her hair looks like her husband's. Oh, absolutely. How perfect are those two as a couple? Tim Tim Burton. Tim Burton, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, this movie is uh, the Les Mis film. It seems like it's kind of a hit, and it's not beating The Hobbit or anything. But um, one of the things it's being known for is the live singing on the set. Right. So the... the Normally, when you make a musical, you record the songs and you go on the set and then you lip sync according to the songs. Tom Hooper, the director, directed King's Speech, said, we're going to... Record live on the set the singing. Cool, and I That's think great. I think it made for some uh, real strong moments. Awesome. You know? I disagree. And then we disagree. Yes, Karen. Yes. I uh, I feel that the um, idea. I thought it was really exciting that they were going to be singing live because it does make sense that you want to be acting in the moment to figure out how to interpret the song. Totally agree with that. But the problem is in um, musical theater acting and in singing acting. You really, in order to get a performance vocally that is makes you start to shudder and I think it has more energy to it, you have to do more. But you can't do anything when you're acting in a movie. You can't. So it's the it's the it's the opposite side. So when you're singing, you really emote physically and visually to get some really great sounds. But when you're in a movie, you have to kind of just stand there. So I feel like when I saw the movie, the only one who pulled it off was Anne Hathaway, and that's partially because she has her, a big face. She has a big face, yeah. and also her song is the kind where you just stand there and you just tell a little mm. story. But Russell Crowe, when he goes to do his thing at the end, that I don't want to give away in case people didn't read it in seventh grade. <laughs> people didn't read the book from the 1890s. Anyway, hey, that's on uh, you. Really yeah, that's, need... on you. that's the bottom line on that, right? That's yeah, on them. That's right. Sorry. Get out of the house <laughs> once in a while. You really need him to go balls to the wall vocally on that, and he did not deliver. He didn't do it. And I think it's partially because he was acting for a movie at the time he was singing. Had they recorded him earlier, I bet he would have Did he have an intense it. song? Yes. yes. Okay. It's a really important song so. where you should get goosebumps. I didn't get goosebumps. And Anne Hathaway did achieve the goosebumps, I yes. think. And Tom Hooper did a wise thing of just kind of leaving the camera on her for the entire song. Her song and, didn't... And she, she's getting big praise for it, but then I kind of think every night somewhere in the world, someone's singing Les Mis and, get, and not stopping <laughs> and, and the song exactly. halfway through. Which, by the way, I want to say that when I went to IMDb to look at everybody to remind myself who was in it, I was looking through the names. Oh, that's great. And they have them all listed. And the girl who actually played Eponine um, in the 25th anniversary, who's done it for a year over in England, who's an actual woman who does the show every night, she was like number 25th on the list. This is a big part. The part of Eponine is huge, but she's behind all these other famous people, and that pissed me off. Well, I do have a question. Yes. Three-part question. Real quick. Was Russell Crowe in it? 
Yes. Was it a good movie? Uh, yes. I was Russell Crowe good? Be- no. There you go. My, my theory holds true. <laughs> yeah, right. It was a good movie, but I don't think he... He would have done better. But he's better in it. So he's in it. Yeah. I think he would it. have done better if he had recorded his singing before and then did his less acting while the singing yeah. was intense. That's me. He's in it, but you wouldn't call it a Russell Crowe movie. No. Okay. And that's Les Mis. <laughs> Let's get on to The Hobbit. Ba-boom. I threw in a sound effect. Go. Is that a Hobbit sound effect? The Hobbit. No, it's just a, we're done with that one. Oh, okay. On to the next one. Yeah, The Hobbit. While uh, while being, it's a good travelogue for Middle Earth. I mean, it's a third of a story. Is <laughs> that frustrating? No, nah, it's fine. I'm okay hanging out in that world. I mean, that's part of the fun of sequels anyway. If they sort of nail the world right, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like James Bond movies. Like, I just kind of want to hang out in James Bond's world for a while. I don't really care how good it is. So, The Hobbit was not the full experience that any of the Lord of the Rings movies were. Yeah, no one complained about Harry Potter movies, and they all knew they had more books to come. They just kind of liked hanging out in that world. Yeah, but they never took one of the books and made three movies out of yeah, They did two, <laughs> but well, yeah, they never. Yeah, there's like a, a 25 minute sequence of them cooking and cleaning dinner that is just clearly done to in really the Hobbit? To immerse you into the. Well, yeah, there's some hanging out. That movie's allowed to hang out, out more than. Yeah. There's a lot of hanging out in that Dudes, movie. I'm so glad. But half the walking, but all the hanging out you want to do. Yeah, but I'm just going to hang out. Same thing with Lord of the Rings. I just want to go back to that place, and it's there. But we did see it uh, in 3D, right? Oh, yeah. The 48 frames did per that second? that make a difference? No, it didn't see 48 frames per second. We didn't? And how would I know? I don't think so. Did, no, Was wait a minute. So what are my options? <laughs> the sound all the way up? Halfway up? Did they turn the? Did they turn the light all the way up yeah. on the no, bulb? But, so I can see you. it. I can see it in regular twenty-four frame. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it in forty-eight frame. Yeah. I can see it in three D. Yeah. I can see it in three D forty-eight frame. You can three see it with X D C D C sound. Is that true? I can see the difference. And then IMAX. Two, and then yeah. IMAX forty-eight frame three D. When do you get a Hobbit to just give you a lap dance? Does that happen? Because that's the movie I want to go Those are always extra. That's some new that's technology. 4D. That's four D. Yeah. Okay. $30 ticket, you think I'm going to get a handy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, it's already made $600 million worldwide. Worth it? That's I, a no. You guys uh, took too much time. Uh, we're cool, so it's that hard to... too much no. time. Was Russell Crowe in it? <laughs> <laughs> no. And it wasn't amazing. No, it wasn't amazing. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt could have been in it. I still would have enjoyed it. I might have enjoyed it. Wouldn't have been a good movie, though. No. And that's the Hobbit. That sounds like a toilet flush. Let's get on to Promised Land. Play a little bit of that. Uh, right. It's the new Gus Van Zant film, reteaming with Matt Damon again, who uh, they've worked together on. Uh, Gus Van Zandt. Jerry. Part of the trailer. You guys have closed more towns than the team behind you by triple digits. How do you do that? I grew up in a large farming community. Tractor pulls, cow tipping. We had a caterpillar plant. My- now that's Matt Damon playing the uh, a guy who works for a big fracking business, which yes. is extracting natural gas from underneath the, the land, and he wants to do it in a small town, and some people object to it because a lot of times when businesses do that, there are bad effects on the town and yeah, the water with the Jobs, people. money, income, you're right. You like Health. It. And you can <laughs> light your everything, water on fire. Yeah, everything, of course, is about money. <laughs> so that's the big uh, story of this. And it's, it's a good film. It, uh, it's not as good as Milk, but... Uh, Better is it as good as Jerry? I didn't because see that Jerry. Because that is a great Matt Damon, Gus Van Sant movie. And that is just Matt Damon and Casey Affleck in a desert for 90 minutes. And it's fantastic. You're one of those, uh, like the indie stuff. You like Elephant? Absolutely. You like uh, Last Days? Love Last Days. Uh, that movie is genius. <laughs> yes. That that whole tri- that trilogy there of Gus Van Sant movies. And then he goes and does Milk. And I, I don't even go there. When you say oh, Gus Van Sant, I just keep thinking of the guy that was on The Sopranos that was with Steve Played Green guitar first. Yeah. Steven Van That's all I hear. Stevie. Stevie. Little Stevie. Stevie. Yes. Uh, but overall, that's going to go on a wide release next week, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But it was a pretty uh, competent film. Actually, John Krasinski is in it. Matt Damon co-wrote it, so there's no more Goodwill Hunting uh, uh, yeah. You can't say that the guy can't write, because it is a good script. And it, But he wrote it with Krasinski. But I, strangely, I never thought I'd say this in my life. Ben Affleck would have been better in that part. <gasps> oh! Ah! Stand up! Man. Oh. And that's Promised Land. All right. <laughs> Jack Reacher. Lee went out to see Jack Reacher. Yes, I did. If you like Tom Cruise, it's it's like Jack Reacher is like a, a Tom Cruise patty in between two Tom Cruise buns dipped in Tom Cruise sauce. Let me tell you, man. <laughs> it's a lot of Tom Cruise. And you like your Tom Cruise. I love Apparently. me some Tom. He's the Tom Cruisiest. I have said of this before. Tom you Cruises? need Tom Cruise in a movie. You can't do better than Tom Cruise. <laughs> if you want Tom Cruise, you better get Tom Cruise. But this actually is a really good movie. It's really well paced. It's not as much face punching as I would hope. 
But, it, look, but it looks badass imposing. I mean, it's Christopher oh. McQuarrie who did, uh, what was the... Views of Suspects, Year of the Gun? Or Way of the, the Gun. Way of the, the Gun. I mean, that's like just badass digest. Yeah, and it's a re- really well put together movie, well paced. Uh, I don't know who the lead actress is in, in it. Somebody mentioned her name. Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike, yeah. Mm. The, the funny thing is Bond that she's girl. an attractive woman, but she's oh. not like distractingly so because she plays the attorney and she's kind of got this good cause you know, aspect to her. But about... 40 minutes into the movie, her boobs show up. Hey, of, there you of, go. Out of nowhere. All of a sudden, she's just sitting around with her... Nude or no? No, no. Just they're finally all a part of, a sudden, of the show. Yeah, they're part of the show, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Somebody went and found V-necks in the trailer and said, oh, let's put them on. Let's put them on the. But it was a really good movie. Um, it has the best ending uh, for me ever. Ah, Ooh. that's so good to hear. Now, I, I, I do need to couch that by saying it is a subtle moment, but when you really think about what happens in the end, it is the best ending. Oh. Right. I give nothing else well, away. Yeah. Okay. We can't read the book, so please don't tell That's us. That's reaching some Jack, Jack Reacher, yes. Reacher watchers. That's uh, reaching some Jack Reacher watchers. Last uh, <laughs> film we want to touch on review-wise is Django Unchained. Yes. At- mm-hmm. Oh, what a great movie. Django Unchained doesn't give a fuck what you think, what you want, or what you expect. Uh, isn't it great? You just yeah. go hang out with Quentin Tarantino once every two years or so, and and it's just this his world and his view of everything. I mean, it's really just like you could just put he puts a something on the lens that just transforms what you're watching into Quentin Tarantino land, yeah. whether it's a western or a World War II movie, and it's just and see we've had so this argument before where he doesn't his films don't necessarily have a unique look. Because he did a Nazi movie, now he did this Western movie, and he's done, you know, urban gangster movies. Yeah, is there a genre he can't But at do? the same time, you can look at a film and tell it's a Quentin Tarantino film. You can. Oh, totally, yeah. That so there's frame a style. Is in a certain way. Yeah, exactly. There's a style, and, but not necessarily a look. And boy, he, I mean, he, he does create some, I mean, uh, one of the great indelible images of film for all history is the face at the end of Inglorious Bastards when the theater is going up in the smoke and mm-hmm. it's projecting her face, face. laughing nice. above all these people. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's one of those images that like the French freak out about. You know, you're like, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's presented an image of film within film, and it's destroying film. He's literally... I mean, you could just hear, like, the brains of, like, the French critics. That was my senior thesis. Apparently. That was my senior film thesis. Film destroying film. I gotta fess up something. I uh, knew Samuel Jackson was in the movie, and I did not know who Samuel Jackson was playing until he was in the little... um, he was like in the library. He's a butler. You said that. I was minute, really surprised. Time. I had no, no, hold on idea. You didn't recognize him? She did not recognize him. Samuel Jackson. No, most, for about twenty minutes. That's ridiculous. No, I did not. I'm just saying. But he I does. Like, I mean, he does have the bald. You know, yeah, but the voice like, is just that voice. voice yeah. but I don't know. He's all bent over. I did not recognize him until he sat back, kicked his legs over, and was like himself. There's so many elements and movements to that mo- to this movie, much like Inglorious Bastards and stuff. I mean, he tells a lot of movie. But I forgot Samuel Jackson was in it until you just mentioned that See? again, and I'm like, how do you forget Samuel Jackson is in it? <laughs> well, Quentin Tarantino. There must be that so much it. in it. Yeah. yeah. This reminds so me of the time my grandparents went and saw On Love Golden Pond. Yes. And we watched this On Golden Pond. How the hell does that I know. Happen? I have to do it. It's going to tie in. Yes, go ahead. Uh, We're walking out to the, the parking lot, and my grandfather turns to my, my father and says, I thought Catherine Hepburn was supposed to be in that movie. <gasps> See, it's not me. It's me and old people. <laughs> that's the point I'm making. <laughs> that's and awesome. that's Django and Shane. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I actually, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure we cover a new segment we have here uh, that Karen's going to cover. Ooh. Celebrating the birthdays of those who make the movies we all love. Karen, oh, okay. take it away. All right, then I'll do this real quick. On January 1st, it's Vern Mini Me Troyer's birthday. He's going to be 44 years old, but any in Hollywood... He could play anywhere from maybe 6 to 56. He started acting as a baby stunt double and then became famous for the Austin Powers movies. But sadly, he was overlooked for a role in The Hobbit, though he looks as if he'd be perfect because he has such crazy hairy feet in the photo that I brought up. Wow. And I said overlooked. That's horrible. He was overlooked in everything he does. Can you say Uh, that? Then on January 2nd, Tia Carrera is having a birthday. We won't give away her age, but I'm thinking she could still play 30s. Um, She first became famous for her role in Wayne's World, where she sang a mediocre version of Fire, which Wayne and Garth totally dug on. And from that moment on, I thought Wayne and Garth lost all rock and roll cred with me. 
pretty sad. I think that's then, a good point. moving on to Mel Gibson on January 3rd, I believe he could still play 50s. Mm-hmm. And he is best known for Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, and his racist drunken rants in Malibu. <laughs> All Moving. well received by critics. We're <laughs> <laughs> right on to Robert Duvall on January 5th. He turns 81 years old. God, 81. Amazing, yeah. He is best known for his role in The Godfather. I loved him starring alongside my boyfriend Bill Murray in Get Low and for just being awesome. Give me that line from Godfather. Mr. Corleone insists on... I'm catching a flight home tonight, Mr. Corleone insists on hearing bad news immediately. <laughs> He was so sexy in that as Tom Hagen. Uh, oh my gosh, so hot! And I loved it how, as the movie went on, he had less and less hair. Mm. Very sexy with hair as well. And then rounding out our birthdays on January sixth, Rowan Atkinson. He turns fifty-seven years old, while his eyebrows are still thirty-seven. That is He's, an odd photo, isn't it? It's a strange thing. <laughs> Two different pieces of hair. White hair. Brown and eyebrows. Brown eyebrows. He is best known for his role as a British clown, Mr. Bean. And I found out he has a degree in electrical engineering from Oxford University. I'm sure his mother is very proud. Mr. Bean has a degree? It's more impressive than getting a degree from Oxford, Ohio. Celebrity right? birthday. That's right. And Thank you. Oh, Celebrity my God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just totally forgot something. We are going to supposed to do our year wrap-up. Oh, oh shoot. that's right. We'll oh, do it really fast. Okay. Do we have time? How much time do we have left to wrap up We're good. Here we go. Forty-five seconds. We can do it. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's do this one. How about um, Contraband? Because there's so many great movies. Yeah. Let's first of all, I mean, let me just yeah, say. it's been a long year. It's been a big year. Argo, right? Lincoln. Yes. I have Silver Lining Playbook. I loved Argo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, these are just such great films. Zero Dark Thirty. Even oh the my God. movie. All right, let's get yeah. to it. Okay. Contraband. All right. Here comes the year the, in review. <laughs> here comes the movie equivalent of a Patricia Cornwell novel. The cover looks pretty good, and everything is interesting when you're circling Denver, waiting for the snow to clear. Joyful noise. Unfortunately, Dolly Parton has been painfully miscast here as someone you want to look at for an hour and a half. Red Tails. In 1943, being black was one of the most efficient ways for a young man to miss out on the air combat and the really good water fountains. For those younger people in the audience who have grown up at a much more progressive age, they were like the gays. Underworld Awakening. Spoiler alert, the vampires and lichens were all eaten by chuds. Haywire. Gina Carano cuts a bloody path of revenge to the men who trained her, because really, what fun is it cutting a flowery path? The Gray. After his plane crashes in Alaska, Liam Neeson survives a wilderness and cut and throat punches a wolf. That's our summary, and we're sticking to it. One for the money. Catherine Heigl continues a career largely dependent upon Jennifer Aniston turning down scripts. <laughs> oh, shit, I think we're out of time. Well, oh, that's your year get out of January. Oh, oh, we have so many movies I mean, those cover. are the good ones of January, obviously. Uh, but, yeah. no. Well, how do people get through these years in review? Maybe they just cover certain movies. Okay, Maybe we may not, not have gotten okay. to the best Every films single of movie. The John <laughs> Carter, <laughs> Wrath of the Titans. Oh, oh, there so much We missed a bunch of them. DVD, folks. This means war. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the movie, guys. We are here at... At Toad Hop Network every Thursday at 7. You can catch us on iTunes as well, where our shows are archived. And you can go to Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys and at The Movie Guys on Twitter. Thanks for listening. Happy birthday, Tia Carrera, of the phrase, so that's all the Tia Carrera we're getting. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.